What is up? Steel. Study. Happy Saturday. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to The Bag. It's time for The Bag. I got The Bag here, The Steelers Saturday Mailbag, episode number 253 of The Study Session. Very excited to be with you on this Saturday, spending some time with you as I get to your questions, comments, feedback, and you drive the show. It's all about you. Got some great questions today that I'm going to get to in the mailbag. But before I dive into them, just want to take a moment to say thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the Steel Study for listening, reading, sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me. So thank you for that. I would love to connect with you. We can make that happen one of three ways like you did today to get on the show. Comment on the articles, drop me a line via email, thestillstudy at gmail.com or give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. And also be sure to check out the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. Check out the most recent edition with our special guest. You don't want to miss it. So here we go. The bag. Let's get into the bag. First one comes from Braden out of Ohio. He writes, Jeremy, Aaron Rodgers is no longer an option. Russell Wilson is no longer an option. It's reported that Carson Wentz has been traded to the Commanders. It feels weird to write that. It feels weird to read that, Braden. Do you see the Steelers making any type of trade for a quarterback on a current roster? Braden out of Ohio. First of all, thank you so much for writing in. I truly do appreciate it. And so just reflecting back on this week, Rodgers re-signs with the Packers after being rumored to three teams via a trade, one of those being the Steelers. Russell Wilson gets landed by the Broncos after they just give up a ton to Seattle to land him, which I think is not a good move. And then... Carson Wentz apparently shifted, traded to the Commanders. And so, Brayden, do I see any movement in a trade for the Steelers? I mean, the name that's been thrown out there is Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo from the 49ers. The speculation is that you could land him for a later round pick. A fourth rounder is what I've heard speculated in bandied about out there but I just don't see it I when all, whenever these Rodgers rumors were hot and heavy you at least have to pay some attention to it because where there is smoke there potentially could be some fire but the Steelers don't have a lot of draft capital to work with they have several holes on this team and to lose 
draft selections by trading for a player that might be around for a year or two as a stopgap just doesn't make sense to me. And I'll be honest with you, I don't see Jimmy G being that much better than a Mason Rudolph. There is still that element of mystery in terms of what Rudolph can do in a 17-game season. For me, I'm just riding with Rudolph. So could there be some sneaky quarterback on someone's roster that we just don't know about, we aren't thinking about? I've heard some people talk about Jordan Love, the backup quarterback for Aaron Rodgers, who was drafted in 2020 as his heir apparent, being connected to the Steelers. I just don't see it. There's just not enough draft capital right now. So, no. But, Braden, thanks for your question. Thanks for being a supporter of the Steel Study. The next question comes in from Lewis out of Harrisburg. Lewis, thank you. Lewis wrote in via email. And Lewis asks... Jeremy, who is the one free agent of the Steelers that they absolutely must sign? I really enjoyed your positional reviews, and you talked about several players that it was important for the Steelers to reclaim. But who is that one player, in your opinion, that the Steelers most certainly have to lock up? Lewis, thank you so much for writing in. That's a hard one. The Steelers have a lot of free agents this year. They've got a lot of holes that they need to patch up, a lot of areas for improvement that they need to strengthen. And there are several players. Akello Witherspoon at corner, Terrell Edmonds at strong safety. Chooks a core for a right tackle. Some people might be saying, yeah, that's not a that's not that important. Juju Smith Schuster, a wide receiver. So I think when I'm looking at this globally, those are the four names that come to mind to me as being the most important. And if I had to select one, I'm gonna stay on the defensive side of the ball. And for me, it comes down to I hate to even pick one, but I think you have to re-sign Edmonds and Witherspoon. And if you're forcing me to make a decision between Edmonds and Witherspoon, man, that's really difficult. But I'd have to go with Terrell Edmonds, and here's why. He's the most important Steelers free agent right now. We know who Edmonds is. We know what we're going to get with him. Is he an all-pro talent? No. Is he a slightly above average starter? Yes. Is he reliable? Absolutely. He's got camaraderie, chemistry with Minka Fitzpatrick. He knows the defense. There, you resign him, you've got stability on the back end. To me, he's the most important signing If you're forcing me to choose in the secondary for the Steelers and overall, the reason why I'd rank him ahead of Witherspoon is just because the sample size that we have for Witherspoon in terms of what he can do as a defensive starter is way, way 
smaller than that of Edmonds. Who's to say what Witherspoon showed in those final few games was a mirage. And let's say that you do resign him and then some of those unfortunate traits and characteristics that he was criticized for in his time with the 49ers and Seahawks, let's say they resurface. So, Lewis, if I am prioritizing re-signing one player, if I'm Kevin Colbert and I can only make one move, I'm re-signing Terrell Edmonds. And the last question. And we can't escape quarterback draft talk in this year's draft. I'll be honest with you. I'm loving it. I could talk about the 2022 NFL draft quarterbacks all day long. And Brad from Missouri. Missouri. Whoa. Still study reaching out. Out West. Brad, thanks for writing in. Brad writes, Jeremy, of the top five quarterbacks in this year's draft, Willis, Pickett, Ritter, Corral, Howell, which one do you believe does not fit with the Pittsburgh Steelers? I enjoy your work. Love the daily sessions. Love the podcast. Love what you do at Wex. Keep up the good work. Brad, thanks, man. Shout out to you in Missouri. Makes me feel good. Getting some love from out there. So, this, this, whew, this is a tough one. And I'm not trying to shut the door on any of these guys. Ah, this is this is tough. But if I'd have to go with a player, I would have to go Matt Corral as being the quarterback that I think is the least likely to fit in with this Steelers team and organization. And to be honest, Corral is the player that I've done the least amount of research and homework on. So maybe that is clouding my perspective on him. But in terms of his style, some questions with accuracy, some questions regarding durability. I'm not so certain that I would be pulling the trigger on drafting Matt Corral at pick 20 or even in the second round. I would feel more comfortable with a Kenny Pickett, with a Malik Willis, with a Sam Howell, with a Desmond Ritter. They are more complete quarterbacks from my perspective, from the tape that I've watched up until this point. And that's not to say that Corral isn't a good prospect. That's just where I see things as of March 12th, 2022. And obviously that can change over time. 
But Brad, thank you so much for your question. And let's try that again. That's like starting an engine. And let's try it again. And studying. Studyings, studying, studying, studyings. That is it, man. That's it for sessions for this week. No Sunday edition. Giving you the weekend off. If you get a chance, listen to the latest episode of the Still Study Podcast. Got a new one for you where I cover my mock draft 2.0. Who am I picking at pick 20? You got to read it to find out. And you can listen for a more detailed analysis of those selections in the podcast. If you didn't listen to the podcast that I did with Jim this week, make sure you check that out. It's linked in the show notes. Let's connect. You know how to do that. One of three ways. Comment, email, tweet. Let's make that happen. And just remember, it's the weekend. Hit the pause button. In fact, hit the stop button. Step back from the craziness, the hecticness, the busyness, the chaos of life. Reflect on all that's good in your life. Be grateful. Do something good for someone. Be good to everybody. And just have a phenomenal weekend. I will see you back here on Monday. March 14th for another edition of The Study Session. Peace.